Hey guys, this is Chris Boyer, and we're trying something new. For the next few weeks, we will be releasing a quick recap of our TPS report via a podcast. We call it the TPS 5, and we're hoping to keep this a short and simple update that keeps you informed for the weekend. We'll be releasing this as an additional show on our Touchpoint podcast feed, and we'd love to hear your feedback and thoughts. Let us know what you think. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the TPS 5 for the week of February 24th. TPS 5 is a weekly recap of the stories featured on the TPS Report e-newsletter released each Monday by Touchpoint Media. To sign up for this newsletter, visit us online at touchpoint.health. The TPS Report is made possible by the support of our friends at Binary Fountain. Our lead story this week comes from healthcareleaders.com and is an analysis of what hospital CFOs will be investing in throughout 2020. It's understood that health systems CFOs are facing enormous pressure to maximize the return of their investments, particularly in an industry with low margins and facing change and uncertainty. Frankly, CFOs are looking for the most effective ways to invest in their healthcare organizations and put them in the best position to succeed. The strategies outlined in this article were actually discussed at the Health Leaders Winter CFO Exchange in February of this year. The first area of focus that the CFOs have indicated will be in the expansion of access points for patients. With the impact that consumerism is having on patient expectations from the health system and the financial pressure to expand care beyond the health system, and even virtually, this is no surprise. We will see these strategies take the form of consolidation of patient access centers and implementing processes and technologies to assist employees in streamlining internal referrals for patients. Steve Oglesby, CFO and Vice President and Treasurer at Baptist Health in Louisville, described an investment they made to reduce the cost of length of stay. They conducted studies and found that when patients were ready to be discharged, many of them would often stay in the hospital for another 12 hours before someone could get to them. And so to increase the patient experience for convenience and reduce length of stay, they invested in ambulatory services to transport patients to post-acute destinations. Another major investment discussed was shifting from inpatient to outpatient, ambulatory, and even virtual care delivery. As Craig Richmond, CFO of Metro Health System in Cleveland stated, 98% of their patient care is now being delivered in an outpatient setting. That helps their patients get the care they want, how and where they want it. The second area of focus is in an increased investment in innovation. Innovation is how you grow in the pediatric world, such as the ability to conduct rapid whole genome sequencing, said Kathleen Kane, CFO of Rady Children's Hospital in San Diego. However, the type of innovation varies for each hospital and health system. CFOs also acknowledge that systems have trouble fully embracing true innovation concepts without sufficient reimbursement rates to cover these new models of care. The last focus was on physician recruitment while maintaining independence. You see, for many hospitals that are not part of a large health system, a top priority is maintaining independence while still meeting the needs of their community. A major factor that goes into sustaining that independence is in recruiting clinical talent to the hospital and retaining them as employees for several years afterwards. Beth Ward, CFO at Tidelands Health, put it this way, how do you find a balance on that investment? Well, we're focusing on recruiting, rewarding, and retaining physicians in a competitive marketplace with one strategy to retain our residents. 
As CFOs continue to determine the right investment strategies for 2020, the impact of consumerism on healthcare continues to cause disruption at many levels. And it remains to be seen how investments in digital health and digital experience will yield long-term results. And now, other headlines from this week's TPS report. We highlight an opinion piece by Edward Marks on LinkedIn in which he positions why digital healthcare lags when compared to other industries. He believes the challenge is more of a cultural one than a technology or data-driven one. We also link to an article by Dan Dunlop about community hospital fatigue. He points out that we need a business model for community hospitals that is sustainable and even suggests abandoning the quote, great care close to home, unquote, messaging that's found in most hospital marketing. The trick is to develop campaigns that highlight unique strengths of your community hospital. In this week's Touchpoint podcast, Reed and I discuss digital health literacy and are joined by Megan Nekrabecki, who discusses the importance of video in asynchronous communication across the digital care journey. Also, be sure to catch the newest episode of our show, How I Got Here, in which we learn about Ed Bennett and how when he first started working in healthcare, many people weren't even aware of the internet. That's crazy. Well, that's it for this week's TPS5. To learn more, subscribe to our e-newsletter, as well as learn more about all of our podcasts on the Touchpoint Media Network, visit touchpoint.health. See you next week.